welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, age 35, in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years, and I was his care partner. Today's episode, we will be talking about clearing the clutter, both physically and metaphysically. But first, we have our PD101 segment, or... Fuck, I have Parkinson's. So, here you are, you've just had a diagnosis for Parkinson's disease. You're freaking out, it makes perfect sense, you're not sure what this means, does it mean you're going to die, does it mean you're going to live, you don't know what's in store, what the future brings, you know nothing about the disease. But one thing you have noticed is maybe you've been tripping a little more frequently. Maybe you've been bumping into things a little more frequently. Maybe there's a little bit of a spatial thing going on with you, and you're not sure why. Well, all of this, as subtle as it may be, or as unimportant as it may sound, that can be a sign and one of the things that happens, an early symptom of Parkinson's. So what we're going to talk about today, and I think what will be really important for you to know, is that you may have to change some things around your house. And Travis, I think when you said clear that clutter, I thought, ah, clear the clutter in the brain, which we'll talk about later on, but physically try to clear some clutter so you're not going to have pitfalls in your home as to fall problems or bump in bump into thing problems. Right. And Judy, I think that it goes beyond just the health and safety issue. It is a known fact that people with BD have less brain with to uh, sort through problems. And so, if your desk is a pile of paperwork and shit, then you will have trouble, both mentally and physically, looking for something on your desktop. For sure. I I think what happens is you get overwhelmed and then you're just going to go, forget it. I'm not going to do any of this. Right. It just feels like you wouldn't know where to start. Let's put it that way. And so you don't have to do this alone, by the way. I, I think this is where it can come in very handy to have someone help you and, and get you set with this. 
Yes, but it also is good to clear out your space of clutter that takes extra things to think about. Like when I'm going through my day, if I have to do anything, that idea is present in my mind until the task is done. It's like if I'm walking across the house to take care of something in the kitchen and I pass the dog's water bowl that is empty, that is a red light blinking in my brain. Hey, dogs need water. Dogs need water. Dogs need water. That won't go away until I've filled their water bowl. But now if you imagine I pass two or three such things, then I've got three or four alarms blinking in my brain all at the same time, which makes it that much more difficult for me to do whatever I was originally going to do. So, Travis, what do you do when you have all those alarms going off? How do you, where do you know where to start? Or do you just throw your hands in the air and go, I'm not doing any of it? What happens for you? So, for me, it is always a question of triage and priorities. My days are constantly interrupted. I think that may be true for most people, that we get interrupted. No matter how organized we might be, there's always going to be some kind of interruption. Right, and that is doubly so with PD. You get interrupted all day long, choking on your food or choking on your drink or choking on the excess drool that you have. Right. I was just thinking that, that it can be a pill. It can be, a, it doesn't take much to make you choke when you have Parkinson's disease. Right. And that in and of itself 
is not a very time-consuming interruption, but it is a very brain-with-consuming interruption, because all of a sudden you have to stop whatever you're doing and pay attention to breathing. Yes, it put, it's a little bit of a reality check that maybe you're going too fast or you're eating too fast or you're not in the moment. Your mindfulness has sort of slipped away. And we know with PD, you have to be mindful when you're eating. And it's something that can occur very frequently throughout the day. I know Sandy had major swallowing issues. That was a big thing for him. And so it was very important that during a meal, he was really paying attention to what he was doing rather than watching TV and eating, or which he used to love to do, <laughs> but not the safest thing in the world when you are having choking issues. Right, or even having a conversation with someone again. Be very difficult. And so that is the issue that contributes to the slowness of a BD person's life. Is they've got to do all of these tasks in serial not in parallel. Yes, that's right. It does take more time. From the minute you get up, from dressing yourself, to going to the bathroom, to brushing your teeth, to taking a shower, everything can feel like it's in slow motion. And it is in slow motion. And that is why any of those alarm light bulbs go off, only slow it down even further. So Travis, does it help you to have a list like for the day? Do you, does that work for you? I know really organized people have lists. This is something that they just, it's an automatic for them. It's never been my strong suit, but I try to do it. But I always think, oh, mentally I have my list. But you know, that's hard on you to try to remember <laughs> the list that you've mentally jotted down as opposed to actually putting it on a piece of paper or on your computer or in your phone as reminders so that you have something tangible to look at. Yes, lists can be useful to me, and I use them when... The list items are more than one day's duration. Hmm, that's interesting. Like if we are working on our house right now. Uh -huh. I'm out of school for the winter break. 
And so Sarah and I are trying to get a lot of small home improvement tasks done. We use a list for that, but on a day-to-day, it is... <coughs> Fucking PD band. I know. Um, so on a day-to-day basis, it is often more time to pull out my phone and make a list in it or write down something, then it is to actually just remember it. That's fair. I can tell you for myself as a care partner, I used to leave Sandy a list because he would say to me, write it down. If you don't write it down, don't expect me to remember it. And he was totally right about that because if I didn't write it down, he did not remember it at all. And and that makes sense to me that he wouldn't remember that, you know? So I I did give him a list and and that helped him a lot. At the same time, he loved post-its and that was his favorite thing in the whole world was to use lots of post-its and he would have them not only on his desk or around him on the wall, or he'd have an attach them to his body. And he used to do a joke about that, that going from the office to the kitchen, he'd have post-its on his chest so he could remember why he was going to the kitchen. But I think any tool that you can use that's going to help you remember to do a certain task can be very helpful. This is especially true for medications because when you have PD, you're taking medication at least three to five times a day. And so this is where a phone with alarms can be very, very helpful to set an alarm. Right, it can be, but I will play the devil's advocate for just a minute and describe what I have experienced. So, you are trying to accomplish a task. Let's say it is recording a podcast. You are focused on what you're doing. And then the phone alarm goes off. Then you've got to reach into your pocket. Clear the phone alarm and then take your bell. And while this is happening, you might choke on your saliva or need to urgently go to the toilet, which are all interruptions. Yes, they are. So... I think it's just a matter of allowing yourself the time to deal with these things. 
And for some people, you know, if you if you don't really have a lot of symptoms and you feel like you're cruising along pretty normally, these may not be issues for you. But if your Parkinson's seems to be rearing its ugly head, this can be a real challenge during the day. And you might be working and you're at work and you have this happen where you're in a project and you're focused, as focused as you can be. And all of a sudden your pill alarm goes off and now you have to stop, which kind of breaks the flow of what you were doing, right? Yes. And wow, it is essential to know when to take that pill. Sometimes dealing with the alarm itself is more difficult than not. That makes sense to me. One thing you said, Travis, that sort of struck me was when you were saying to get your phone out of your pocket. And I think that that's something that you have to recognize that maybe your pocket is not a great place for your phone. Like if you're working on a task and you're at a desk, when you sit down, remember to take your phone out of your pocket. That could be a big help because I can tell you it could take Sandy five minutes to get his phone out of his pocket. We finally stopped having him put his phone in his pocket and I kept buying fanny packs. I tried so many different ones that would be easy for him to unzip or to unsnap. So all he had to do was get his phone quickly that way because it was so hard for him to get anything out of his pocket. Even pain, getting your wallet out of your pocket. Um, if you have you ever been in a grocery line and you have to get you wait until the cashier's done, then you have to get your wallet out and then get the credit card out of your wallet. I mean, I feel like thank God for Apple Pay and and I'm sure Google has the same thing, Google Pay, so that you can just pay for things. You can use your phone, you can have it in your hand. You don't have to get a wallet out. You don't have to worry about credit cards. There are certain tools today with with what we have available to us that makes it so much easier so we don't have to deal with all those little tasks that make it hard when you have PD fingers, you know, and they just don't work, right? Right. Yes, and you touched on something that I am frequently having to deal with. And those BD fingers are always fucking with my game. I have a habit of pulling the credit card that I'm going to use while in advance of getting to the checkout line so that when I get there, I can just hand over the card and I don't have to fumble with the wallet. 
Yeah, I, I think it, anything you can do that will help you. I mean, I, I, someone was telling me now that they're developing um, a, a new way of pain where it's going to be a thumbprint. And I, I think that's going to be fantastic. I know they're using that in Japan, interestingly enough. I had uh, someone that was working for me for a while, and she was saying they don't carry keys. They just use their thumbprint to get in and out of doorways. And it sounded very matrix to me, you know, like something that was far off. But I think that technology is there. So think about looking at what technology you can use that will simplify life for you. Even if you are not a high-tech person, even if you find your phone to be sort of overwhelming, I think it could be helpful to see if there is some form of technology that can make it easier for you when you go out to shop. Right. And you touched on biometric locks that are standard in almost every IT facility or bank or something. Damn these face cramps. Yes, that pulls my face off to the left side. Almost like a stroke patient. You know, one thing, Travis, before the show, we were talking and you were saying that you had a rough night of sleep. You really didn't sleep well. And I think it's important for our listeners to know that this can be affecting you today. And although you had the option of not doing the podcast today, you decided you still wanted to go forward with it. So I didn't even ask if you wanted to postpone because I knew I knew the answer on this one. But um, I think it's important for people to know, if you're a regular listener, you may notice that some weeks, Travis's voice sounds super strong. And his cadence sounds very strong and connected. And other times, it's more disjunct. Is that the proper word, I think, to use? That it, And it's, it doesn't seem to flow as well. And on those days, you can bet that those are days he's, his PD is really kicking him in the ass. And today happens to be one of those days. It's affecting his face. And if you can think about it, if you've ever had one of those tongue spasms, I know I've had one when I've yawned and you feel a spasm on your tongue and you're like massaging, trying to get it to relax. Imagine having a spasm in your face where your face is pulling and you have absolutely no control over it. So I hope that our listeners can understand that with PD, and at steps and at Travis's level that he is at now with his PD, that every day is an adventure for him. And I'm sure you've heard a couple episodes, if you've been listening regularly, where it's been a real challenge for him in the last few months. And yet he still pushes through. And I appreciate that, Travis. And I think that the people that are out there 
that may have days where they're struggling, that they appreciate the fact that you are pushing through and that you can show that you can get through it and and still try to be productive. So, Well, the show must go on. I know. I always hear you say that. <laughs> and, uh, and I know it's difficult for you, but you do it. And, and I think it's important for the audience to know how rough it is. With that said, I think that, you know, we're in our new year and, um, and we hope that all of you are looking forward to an, a less stressful, although I don't think it's going to be right at this point in time, but that things are going to lighten up a bit and things hopefully will get back to some level of normalcy for you, whatever that may be. Brighter and better 22. Yes, that's what I hope for. And so with that said, I think we can call this a day today and finish our episode and thank Spencer Yaris for all his great work from 2021 that he did <laughs> and Kennedy Larson for all of her great work mm -hmm. for 2021 that she was doing for us on social media. And, um, and thank you, Judy, for showing up and chatting with me. Travis, thanks for asking me. It's been a real privilege to do this with you. And I think for 2022, we have a lot of exciting new things that are going to be discussed and, and you'll see Travis through his journey of PD. And that's pretty exciting. So okay. that's a wrap. Bing.